Hi, you're listening to The Comedian's Tea Party with Cy Deeves. Fair warning, this podcast may contain adult content. It may not. I don't know. I never really have a plan. Let's listen on and find out. Hello, tea fans and comedy drinkers alike. Welcome to episode 47 of the Comedian's Tea Party with Cy Deves. And this week I have got the very lovely Jake Pickford as my guest. He, I've known him for years through comedy. I think we started around a similar time. He's just a lovely bloke. He's one of the nicest guys in comedy, I think. He's just a very funny man. Absolutely bonkers and I love it. He's, uh, yeah, he's just he's worth going to check out. Very funny. Drink some more good and proper tea in this episode, which is uh, very, very nice indeed. So go and check those guys out. They're, they're they're on Instagram and their tea is delicious. They obviously take care of their product and that really shows in the flavours that they offer in their teas. Very nice indeed. Very, very worth your time and money. I should have released this a couple of days ago, but I... Got distracted watching the football on Sunday. I'm not a football guy. That's not really my thing. But it was bloody exciting, wasn't it? My word. And how well did they do to reach the final? So yeah, well well done to the lads. I bought my house. That's nice. I Well, I've not bought the house. Sorry, I've had an offer accepted. And we're, we're going through that in a minute. So that is the, these episodes are going to be not sporadic it's just going to be sort of every couple of weeks at the minute i think because uh, there's there's so much there's a lot going on i'm very very busy but also on that note this is part of why i'm so busy i'm i'm writing cyclops the show my new hour long show called cyclops si hyphen clops the poster designed by william stone the comedian who goes by uh, billy mather illustrations it is amazing it's such a good poster it's really really cool uh head over to my instagram to check it out uh my my personal one the outside eaves or go over to my website it's on there where you can also find out where i'm performing it now what i will say if you're listening to this if you're in kent or if you're not i'm performing it on the 1st of august at the faversham fringe which is going to be Really, really fun. It's the first time I'm doing it, but I, 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 I'm I, working super hard on it. So that's why part of why I'm really distracted. Because I'm <laughs> concentrating quite... Basically, I've I've left myself not enough time to write it and don't have enough gigs to run the material out. So uh, I'm spending a lot of time writing it uh, where I can... So, yeah, it's just... It's, t- it's time-consuming. But ultimately it's going to be very very good so yeah there's that on the 1st of august so please please go and check that out uh tickets are selling for that they've already started going so uh go and reserve those now and i'll uh, I'll remind you again before then because there'll be another one out by them i'm going to be doing it as well in cambridge on the 19th of august i don't know exactly where that is yet i just know that it is in cambridge and it's going to be for big deal comedy so keep an eye out for that if you're up that way Otherwise, travel down to Kent. That's going to be the good... That's good. I mean, <laughs> Big Deal's going to be great as well. Uh, that's run by Jason Stamp, who I love. Lovely guy. Who's coming on here at some point? We need to organise that, but it will be happening. Oh, there's, there should also be... I'm probably not allowed to say it, but there's another festival happening locally to me that hasn't been confirmed yet, but I'll be doing it there, hopefully in September, if it goes ahead. So, uh, yeah, just keep, keep your eyes out, everyone. 
it's exciting, very exciting times. Because once it's all written, I think I'm going to tour it. Anyway, listen on. You're going to love it. I'll see you at the end. Hello, mate. Hello. Uh, oh, are you in a cave? I don't have to be. If you couldn't be, that'd be great. <laughs> I don't mean the background. I meant that. I mean that's obviously Aurora Borealis. I, I meant the fact that it sounded like you'd put on all of the reverb. Interesting. Do you like my Aurora Borealis, though? I do. I feel like this. This is the most Jake Pickford way of having a conversation. <laughs> it felt. It felt like it accompanied tea quite well. Sure. Yeah, because you'd want a cup of tea whilst you're watching the Aurora Borealis. Because uh, I would. Yeah, it's cold in the north. <laughs> yeah, too right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I can't think of anything better. Watching yeah. the Northern Lights while enjoying a nice cup of uh, blueberry muffin tea. Yeah, that sounds delightful. Have you ever seen mm. the uh, Northern Lights? No, I haven't. Only in TV shows. Yeah, I'd like to Have see you? them. No. No, no, it's a dream to. Uh, I'd like to go to like Lapland and sit in a, a hot tub, <laughs> and maybe see the Northern Lights. Yeah, that too. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah that'd yeah. be an added bonus. Go you, know, you can see them in the very north of Scotland, apparently. You can, yeah, and slightly further down. I understand you can see them from sort of mainland Scotland to some extent. Really? So I'm told. I could be. I could be conflating stories that I've been told, but I don't know. I think that's great. I'd love to see it. I find them. I think I don't. I'm not very good at this. What, uh, <laughs> um, what conversation? Com- conversations, computers, uh, podcasts, drinking tea. Yeah, um, but mainly the computers was what I was referencing there. Right, and um, it all kind of got thrust upon me. All this like equipment. Yeah, well, um, during during lockdown. Yeah, exactly. Except for this mic, this mic I've had for a long time. I understand the mic, but everything else is confusing to me. And I've got um, like a mixer, a, a virtual mixer on my computer. Oh, right. That I redirect everything through because I stream, obviously. And sometimes streaming, we'd use podcasts from like the game and then like Chrome and then Discord and all of that. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, it's awfully complicated. I, I mean, I, I'm sort of moderately knowledgeable about this. I, I used to work in a music shop and I've, I've been recording music for years. So I sort of, oh, I, nice. I know what I'm doing with that end of things. And I've, I've got a web, a nice webcam. So you've got a very good webcam. Yeah. yeah very good. Yeah. I, uh, I splashed yeah. out just as all of the online gigs were ending. Yeah. I, <laughs> do you know what? I actually got all of my, all of this equipment came to me about a year and a, a year and sort of a, a year and a quarter into the lockdowns, which is yeah. basically the end of the lockdowns. It's nearly at the end, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, really capitalise. Oh yeah, full on. Yeah, I yeah. spent <laughs> I spent about a year and three months doing nothing. Yeah, <laughs> sitting there thinking, I wish I had some gear to do some stuff with. <laughs> Be really great if I had financial gains prior to yeah exactly. Yeah. So um, has the podcast started? Oh yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much of this will stay in. Yeah. It's, uh... I don't want to drink this. Don't want to start drinking this tea and then finish it. <laughs> oh no, it's all good. There's a uh, I can't remember who I was talking to the other day, but there's a couple of episodes ago. Someone said, "Oh yeah, we, 
had this whole conversation. We haven't even drunk any tea. And I was like, I've drunk tea. What are you talking about? <laughs> they'd be yeah, sitting there, they're just yeah. like, I've just got cold tea. So, oh, really squandered mm. the... Uh, what mug is that you're drinking out of? It's grumpy. Amazing. Yeah, it's a solid mug, actually, yeah. It is, yeah, that's really good. Sorry, there's a woman has just walked past my window, dressed completely in yellow with her child, just completely in yellow. It's, <laughs> it's really distracting. Maybe they're part of a cult. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> new cult. I can imagine a lot of new cults have managed to form in this lockdown period. Oh, yeah. I mean, you and I both know comedians who have basically joined or started cults. <laughs> That's very true, actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like um, uh, lockdowns and Stockholm Syndrome go hand in hand. Oh, very much so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so... You just people are just putty at this point. Do you yeah. know what I mean? If uh, if Helter Skelter was written during a lockdown, <laughs> uh, the thing is, right, Charles a, Manson, a friend of mine, because I was making some kind of comment about uh, about you know anti vaxxers or whatever a while ago, and a friend of mine commented and said that it's not necessarily that they believe in this sort of thing, but so oh, oh do you know? Interestingly, I was listening to. Um, this is all ties in. I was listening to an episode of uh, Rahul Estepa, Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre podcast. Oh, yeah. With uh, uh, like a philosopher. I can't remember what his name was. But he was basically saying that like we've always had clans through sort of history. You know, we've always been sort of belonged to sort of particular families or classes. And we've always had that really sort of well-defined clan to which we belong. Mm. And we've always sort of known to fight that and this is probably the first age like modern age this is probably the first time for the last you know maybe uh sort of 60 78 years where we've not had that and so people look for things to belong to and oh, yeah. that sort of level of desperation of looking for things to belong to brings them to a point where they'll find comfort in sort of one person might say something and you don't entirely disbelieve it. Like someone says to mm. you, oh, maybe the world's flat. And you're like, I don't think it is, but, oh, he has got a couple of good points, actually. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. maybe. And then, but like, and they find that togetherness, they find the clan. So they may not even necessarily, you know, they could be a, a, they could be a right-minded person, but they're all of a sudden thinking that uh, vaccines give you, you know, erectile dysfunction and, uh, <laughs> and the, the earth's flat and all that. And, <laughs> Yeah, it's just I'm part a- of that study. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. No, you're uh, absolutely right there. Patient uh, zero. I think tribalism is is probably one of the the strongest forces that compels people. Yeah, and uh, and they're much more likely to fall for logical fallacies when they feel like they've fallen out of those tribals. That's exactly those tribes. that. Um, because because I think we all have a have a strong desire to belong to what is essentially a family externally of our family if yeah. that makes sense so we we we, we don't there, there's you know the expression like you don't get to choose your family and all that yeah i think people as a result want to have a family that they have chosen um yeah as well as a family that they they can't choose and like you say if you if you meet someone who you you sort of get along with um and you're having a, you know, you're, you're laughing around and you're having a joke and all that. And then one day they come out with, oh, yeah. And, you know, also, I think all of the Cambodians should be shot. <laughs> and you're like, oh, shit, I didn't. That's a strong view on Cambodians. I didn't. I don't think that. But I like this person's views on 
T. Yeah. So <laughs> I better not disagree with them on the Cambodians too much. Suddenly sounds like and you're talking about me. Get, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, that conversation we had off camera about <laughs> Cambodians really, really opened my eyes. Um, <laughs> that was a cat. Yeah. she's uh, She's got a lot of energy today. Often she's asleep say, um, during these conversations, but uh, what are yeah. they called again? The three, the three coloured cats, calico. Uh, yeah, calico. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and they're always uh, nearly female, always, or... nearly always female. Yeah, nearly always. There are exceptions to the rule, uh, mm. just as um, like ginger toms are nearly always, always boys, about like ninety eight percent of the time, something like that. It's quite rare to find a, a female ginger tom. Well, it's not Are you Tom, a cat person? So I, I am a cat person. Yeah. Actually, yeah, to be fair, I I, I know that from your comedy. Yeah. <laughs> my, my solid closer. Yeah, I think uh, I think people's sort of desire to belong like that is it's a lot of how people sort of get into sort of uh, like football hooliganism and that sort of thing. Hmm. And they become sort of really attached to football teams. And like people will people will fight other people because they like different people wearing a different colour pair of shorts. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and the next season that person could be wearing yeah, they, a they, different they coloured the... pair of shorts. Yeah, but that's the thing, because like, you'll, be, you'll be screaming abuse at someone, saying like, ah, you're a piece of shit. Well, not you, but you know, no, yeah, like, yeah. The, the football fans will be screaming at someone, and then the next season that person joins their team and they're going, yeah, yeah, well, they're great, and they just, what? Like, yeah, he's all right, actually. Like, yeah. He's but, not bad. Like yeah. you punch your nan in the face over Rio Ferdinand, and then the next year, just, I don't know. I think sport sport is a fascinating thing to me. The level of like into in into sports that people get fascinates me. Yeah, like um, I can't really understand a world in which people would bet their life savings on a sports game, but they do, or like, yeah. yeah. Or like, it just does it does like I don't know. It's like I feel like football is very much like being in an abusive relationship. Like when yeah. even even the people that like football, do you know what I mean? Like the way that they describe watching it, it's like ninety nine percent of it sounds painful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, horrid. Most people who like football, I see more often than not saying, Oh, we just weren't playing very well this time. Like, oh, you know, oh, we've not got the support yeah. from this guy or not this or whatever. You just lost a game of. It's just lost a game. Yeah. It's a game. Like imagine getting <laughs> I honestly that. Think, imagine getting that head up that, over a game of Monopoly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it's like that Tiddly Wings weekend was shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the thing is they do. I think honestly they just. I think what it is is they feel so stupid about being tripped into into loving it so much that so they yeah. just don't want to admit that they hate it. Yeah, yeah. Ninety nine percent of football fans hate football. <laughs> And just, and just can't even bring themselves to admit it. They just <laughs> so they just spend eight hundred pound on a season ticket. Yeah, and just sit there in the crowds. <laughs> yeah. They like singing. I think that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, they, they like communal singing, and we're not allowed yeah, to do it anywhere wanna... else. So go and yeah, do it. Exactly. <laughs> they can't do it on the streets, and they can't can't face joining a a, a gospel choir or something like that. So <laughs> that is the next been... logical step as well. So yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what's amazing is um. So like, I don't know how much you're into sports and all that, but um, not particularly. So, esports are obviously a relatively new thing, right? Um, and it's just like video games yeah. that are turned into sports. And one of them is Rocket League. Oh, I love Rocket League. 
So do I. I'm not very good at it, but what a great con- like. I feel like I waited for that game to come out in my lifetime. Yeah, and yeah, then when yeah. it did, it was meant to be. Yeah. Did you ever play? Um, sorry to uh, divert this soon into it. Did you ever play Monster Truck? Uh, was it Monster Truck Madness? No, but it sounds great. Yeah, I had it on like the N64, and it's just monster truck racing. And you had like all the or Grave Digger and that sort of like the classic monster trucks. Yeah. Uh, but there was a football game on that. And there was also like ice hockey and that sort of thing. And it's basically everything that Rocket League is. But like that's, you know, that's what it wanted to be. It wanted to be Rocket League, but it just sort of, it, it was it was I'm great for, uh, for the time. It was brilliant. And then Rocket League came out and I was like, oh yeah, this is, this is what I've missed all these years. Yeah. I didn't like doing this the racing. I didn't care about that. I just wanted to, I just wanted to play the football games. I remember a game called Destruction Derby on the yeah. PS1. Do you remember that? One yeah. of the best games <laughs> ever. It was so good. Yeah. And honestly, I didn't even play half of the features on that game. There was just one, and it was just you were in a, like a ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was just last man standing, and that was all I was interested in. And yeah. then I feel like, so that, and then there was an advert on TV ages ago, which was basically cars playing football. And I just remember seeing that advert and being like, that needs to be a thing. Yeah. Why isn't that a sport at the Olympics already? And um, and then yeah, and then like my mate, got, I saw I played, I, I kind of like played Rocket League when it first came out, and I was just so bad at it that I thought this game's rubbish. I did the old bad tradesman blames his tools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this game's shit. I could never get into this. And then uh, and then my mate got me into it sort of a couple of months ago, and I realised how amazing it is. Yeah, it's really good. There was a point. Oh yeah, yeah, but um. <laughs> What's amazing is they have an e they have e-sports. Oh right? yeah, so they have like whole tournaments worth like quarter of a million pounds. Wow, <laughs> and stuff like that. The money in it is insane, right? That's unreal. And, um, but but what's amazing is so you have these arenas get filled with these fans, and they're proper into it. But because it's a really new sport, they've taken elements of other sports and kind of like mashed it together as fans but one of the things that they took from football was the chance oh uh, really <laughs> so it's amazing so you just have like six people sat in front of these computers with these massive crowds around and watching it going your shit <laughs> you know <laughs> and it's just an amazing thing like, yeah. it's such a feel-good thing it's just a nerdy little me. lad who's never run 15 meters yeah 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 exactly but he's smashing in like rotation yeah. like flips and stuff like that on, uh, only on one occasion because I, I i always try it. I, I used to play it online for a little while and I, like, I got to a point where i could sort of fly from one end of the arena to like the other end and score uh, oh, yeah. but then there'd still be people doing the same thing but uh doing flips <laughs> like, yeah. there's just always a step above anything I could and then it, it just it took too much of my time I had to uh... it's one of those it's, it's like weirdly one of those games that has such a, 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 a like a impressive sort of learning curve yeah to it. and um I like that I like I think more games should be like that I think I think honestly I'm you know a big fan of video games and I think that they've become really um sort of reflective of the diminishing common sense in society um i think they're directly responsible and here's why <laughs> welcome to my ted talk uh, they used to be they they wouldn't really give you tutorials before computer games like they just used to basically dump you in at the deep end yeah. and be like oh learn the controls yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. sure you'll be fine it doesn't matter if you die and now 
I feel like they all spend ages teaching you. You have like a tutorial level for every button yeah. on the controller. And by but the time it's you necessary the these game, days. There's like combinations for everything. There's also like uh velocity sort of you know differences in velocity when you like if you're walking but then push this button it'll do something different to when you're running or like mm. if you're grappling and doing something then it's something else and it's ah yeah it's a real it is it's maths it's uh <laughs> it's difficult it to is. learn some games like considering because just... yeah how, how old are you you're a similar age to me i think how old are you i'm 35 yeah i'm a similar age to you yeah yeah <laughs> So. I can't remember. I think I'm 32, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Yeah, slightly younger. That sounds about right. Yeah. But, you know, you, you, you would have grown up in a, a similar time to me, sort of when you'd get a game and there were two buttons on the controller mm-hmm. and that was it yeah. and you're in. That was the dream. Yeah. <laughs> and one of them was jump. Yeah. <laughs> and the yeah. other one was very much dependent upon what the game was. Yeah. Often fire, sometimes. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. Sometimes, you know, use open a door punch yeah from time to time if you were um yeah or special ability yeah often. or throw michael jackson's hat that was the dream yeah 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 that game was, was brilliant do you remember that moonwalker That's, yeah for moonwalker of course yes yeah. such a good game my such uncle a shame had it, he turned I, out to I be never such an it, awful but... person but the game i think great. honestly probably the best thing michael jackson's ever done <laughs> certainly <laughs> certainly better than the film yeah oh yeah 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 that film was terrible I couldn't, I've never, like, the honestly, that film, are you familiar with Grange Hill? Yeah, moderately. You familiar, are you familiar with the ending to Grange Hill? What, like, the of the of the final episode, you mean, or like... The ha- final episode of the final season no. of Grange Hill. So, do you want me to spoil it for you? Yeah, you yeah go on, no, I'm <laughs> catching up at the minute, actually. Oh, mate, I won't ruin it then. No, they, um, so they... <laughs> They realise that they're on a TV show. What? <laughs> so it suddenly becomes a meta. It suddenly becomes the most <laughs> meta thing that's ever existed. <laughs> they all become aware they're on a TV show, aware that there are writers of the TV show and like that they're not in control of their destiny. What? Which, by the way, anyone watching this that isn't aware of, of Grange Hill, that was not like on par with the rest of the theme of the show. No. Like, <laughs> There Otherwise, very much a show been... just about people at school. Yeah, exactly. It, it, that's all it was, and from a very specific region of the north as well. Like it was, it was a very specifically uh, written show. So it's probably the most jumping a shark that any show has ever done, <laughs> including Happy Days, in which he literally jumped a shark. Yeah, like this. <laughs> it's honestly, if you if you can find it on YouTube. I couldn't. I had to find it on some dodgy website to watch it just because <laughs> I had to see it because someone told me about it. But it's a thing of beauty. I'm going to have to look that up. That's unbelievable. Oh, it's the best. Thing. I can't remember why I brought that up. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> uh, I was talking about uh, Moonwalker. Moonwalker. Jump, the end of that film. A shark. Yeah. When he turns into a car. Yeah. Because that happened in the game as well. That's like one of the sort of transition things. It just like, yeah, just turn into a car now. Pop. Yeah, but prior to that, I'm not sure just a Michael car Jackson's either. Just a career. car that can fly. I know. Yeah, did he just see Transformers like that week? What is this like, Greece? Oh, 
let's end 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 the uh, end the end the game like that. I guess, yeah. Yeah, insane. Or the film, the film would have come first, right? Oh, I should think so. Yeah. Or was it one of those very rare occasions in which they make a a, a film out of a video game? I, th- I think uh, very much it, it would have been the former. Mm. The film came first, then the game. They've definitely done that before, right? They've read, they've made films out of video games, right? Yeah, yeah Angry yeah, yeah. Birds. Yeah, well, yeah, there you go. Uh, what would have been the first one? What's oh, an early example? Oh, uh, Mario Brothers. That's got to be one of the first oh, yeah, ones. That was... <laughs> I remember that. Mortal Kombat. Yes. Yeah, Although I think that Mar- may have been a comic book first. I'm not sure. Really? I always assumed that I... just came from the computer game. I have no idea. I it just I don't read comic books, but it just it just it feels like something that came from a comic book, right? Yeah, because they all had sort of mad storylines. Like Liu Kang is uh, is actually half brother of Sonya, who uh, oh yeah yeah it was all weird like elaborate backstories yeah. written in the in the manual of the of yeah the game. yeah yeah. Yeah, I remember that. They did the same with Tekken as well. But Tekken they much... took it. Because... Tekken jumped the shark with that, I think. <laughs> so everyone was family. And uh, like, I love that King's backstory was uh, no one really knows where he came from, but he, he was a boxer. <laughs> yeah, who's oh, also a. Yeah, he just happened to have a, man a leopard's face. <laughs> and for some reason had a twin, I guess. Yeah, he did, yeah. Because you could fight at the same time as him. It was weird to me that. Yeah, the decisions Tekken made, like the amount of jacks they decided to include in the game. Yeah, gun do jack. You, do you remember? Yeah, gun jack. You had like oh, farmer jack or something like that. <laughs> I can't remember exactly. Straw jack or something like that. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, it was in jack. Tekken Tag and then, and uh, then obviously fa- Jack too. Father Jack, the alcoholic. Father Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Special move was feck. Yeah. <laughs> I brought that the would ultimate, be an ecumenical uh, matter. Yeah. Do you remember uh, a, f- a few of the Tekkens maybe They had some mini games And one of the mini games was bowling Yeah uh, My favourite <laughs> was um, was Volleyball Oh yeah I forgot I did that one That felt like just a reason to put like Nina And people like that in uh, Even more scantily clad Yeah that's exactly clothing. what it was Because I've got uh, um, I've got like PS now on the, on the PlayStation, like where I've got sort of access to loads of different games, and I've recently yeah. played a few of the uh, like the modern Street Fighters, and those are literally like loads of the characters have exactly the same moves. It's just excuses to put women in different. Like a lot of them are wearing thongs. There's no need for that. <laughs> that is unnecessary. Right. I mean, if 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 anything else, it'd be really difficult to fight in. I imagine. Yeah. Like you go, you go for a, a roundhouse kick, and you get a bit of material up your jacksy. That's nobody right wants up, that, do they? No, that's how it goes. I imagine. It's um, <laughs> I mean, we yeah. I think I honestly think the more I've been starting to play them again recently, the more I've sort of realised just how unbelievably misogynistic the the, yeah. the whole video game industry is. Like, yeah, it's, it's really, really bad. bad. Like. <laughs> I genuinely like think I'd have killed myself if I was a woman by now yeah. <laughs> and into gaming, like given the constant barragement of harassment that you're basically getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 
Just like you go on any website, just the advertising down the side. It's yeah. just like 99 women with massive tits and no clothes on. Like, to... Even the sort of the empowering, sort of more powerful ones, uh, like Laura Croft, scantily clad, yeah. unnecessary. I like I mean, if anything, she would really, really benefit from, from some like long cargo trousers and a, mm. and a, sort yeah. of a decent jacket. She'd probably get injured much less. She's honestly the the video game character that I can think of the most is probably deserving of uh, of uh, some sort of solid snake uh, yeah. sneak suit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like more so than solid snake, really. Yeah, <laughs> if anything. Yeah, some kind of survival. If he had less pockets, he might quit smoking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, finally, you know, you've got to carry ammo, so you've got to choose ammo or cigarettes. Those are the options. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you take your enemies down with Marlboro. Yeah. And I assume you smoke Marlboro. <laughs> I should think so. Marlboro Reds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, other women in uh, computer games, you got well, all the ones from sort of Mortal Kombat and that, they were they were pretty hard, but they mostly naked. The ones that were fully dressed, you got Princess Peach, who wore a stupid pink outfit and was largely useless true uh, zelda zelda yeah exactly who had to be rescued by a young boy mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah that's a theme as well there's a lot of um uh, rescuing of damsels in distress yeah in uh, in video games yeah yeah, I yeah. love that one whereas I, what i want to see is a computer game where the man has to rescue himself from the shit that he's got himself into yeah Man, man has to rescue himself from the societal pressures and uh, the toxic <laughs> yeah. masculinity yeah, that yeah. has invaded his soul. A man has to find the strength to talk about his uh, mental health. Yeah. <laughs> Go, level one, your partner has asked you to hold their handbag. <laughs> Work through the mental arithmetics and why you feel uncomfortable doing it. Yeah. Uh, level one, you're in a bar fight. Uh, how do you defuse the fight without getting into any violence? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You do not need to prove yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> prove you, how? you have a family at home. Have some respect. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just uh, just eat the crisps and avoid eye contact. Yeah, You'll be fine. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell everyone you think they're despicable and sit outside. Yeah, exactly. Roll eyes. <laughs> tap. <laughs> tap A to roll harder. <laughs> I've got this, um, sorry for this jarring side note, but this, uh, my first cup of tea was, um, Are you having more than one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I brought an array. Oh, amazing. So I got Hugly Blueberry Muffin yeah. fruit tea. How is that? Which was, it was, honestly, the smell is divine. It smells exactly like a blueberry muffin. The taste was always a little bit weak, which is what I often find with fruit teas. Yeah. Is that the um the smell is, is often more rewarding than the taste? Yeah. But I also brought up a nice teapot. Oh, lovely! Of, uh, of hibiscus tea. Oh, great! Oh, it's really good. What's uh, what's a... what's that one? What you got in there? That's just oh, it's just called hibiscus tea. Organic, lovely. Mm. What are the ingredients? Nature Boutique, a hundred percent organic hibiscus. Good grief! It's just hibiscus. Oh, lovely! It's really nice. Is it good? Yeah. I've got, really um, cool, yeah. I've got one that I had the other week, but it's really good. And also, I, I need to try and give them more airtime because they're an independent company who sent me some uh, some tea very kindly. Uh, a company called Good and Proper Tea. And uh, this one, I had this 
the same one the other day. They sent me a few different ones, but this one is the... Uh, now, I don't know how to pronounce this, but when I had Damo Clark on, he, he really confidently pronounced it Roybosh. So that's Roybosh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but this one is... Uh, they describe it as a honey-sweet caffeine-free cup with notes of dried cherries and vanilla. And uh, you can taste all of that in it, but it's like got a, it's got a really rich, uh, sort of standard like Roybosch taste. But it, it is just sort of lifted slightly with the with the cherry. Like it's got a really sweet sort of bit of bit of the cherry and like nice rounded top end of the, of the vanilla. Mm. Mm. I I often find that um, tea flavoring notes are a lot more accurate than other other sort of things. Like the the flavor notes on coffee is is trash yeah <laughs> and always wrong yeah yeah, right yeah. Is, is the caramel and dark chocolate notes and you're like no that's tasty just like coffee yeah 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 <laughs> there's no there's no follow-up to that i used to have to do cheese tasting as part of my job once so we had to regularly get in new artisan cheeses and just try them and then Lovely. offer notes now did you have to do um, that was that just a, a passion project well uh it was part of the job what job was well, it i worked for a, a cheese company right that makes sense you've it had was, a lot uh, of jobs because i've how? always Which... known you to be a locksmith i did that for yeah 10 years yeah yeah uh pretty much uh i didn't go to uni so i've had a lot of time to work mm. it's probably the answer to that yeah same um so yeah I, uh, and also, I get quite bored quite quickly. Yeah. So honestly, the fact that I stayed in one job for like ten years. Yeah, it's impressive. Probably, yeah, probably the most impressive thing I've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're uh, developing mobile games. I know. Yeah. yeah. Quite a switch. How did that come yeah. about? Uh, somebody put a uh, job on Facebook, and I applied for it. Nice. I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just basically, uh, I'm weird. I don't know why, but this is a weird like brag i guess in a way but i'm just like weirdly good at writing cover letters and cvs to get an <laughs> oh, yeah. interview for jobs um, that I, should, I have no right getting an interview for yeah uh, i don't although... lie or anything like that i'm just like i just try to spot transferable skills and, yeah 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 and blag them you know what i mean yeah I'm, I'm quite good when i meet people like i i i'm uh I'm quite, I'm quite charming <laughs> to, to oh, yeah. meet in a, like, you know, I'll, when? I'll, I'll make no, an, <laughs> not now, I'll make an interview a laugh. Um, yeah. You know, sort of make them think that I'm friendly and, uh, and intelligent. It works reasonably well, but it's, I'm not very good at writing CV, but my wife is, she's very good. Yeah. Honestly, like I just write everything off of, I think the biggest problem that here's, here's, here's some advice for, for people out there looking for a job. Uh, I think the biggest mistake that people make is just they, or at least I was taught this when I was at school and I think it's completely wrong is people were told like, Oh, write your CV and like arrange your strengths and all that. And then, you know, um, well, when I was at school, it was print off 50 and post them through everywhere you want. Yeah. But I think that's nonsense. You should write a CV for every job that you apply for because not everything yeah, on absolutely. your CV is going yeah, right, to be relevant to a job. Yeah. That's what, some things, that's what I started doing in recent years. And then, uh, I've got some, I've had some jobs that I really like. So that's yeah, nice. exactly. Yeah. You're just sending one out. You got to, you know, expect, expect back the amount of effort that you put in. Right. Yeah. But it's the same deal for applying to gigs. 
don't get me wrong, a lot of gigs, a lot of the time, like I've got a generic email that I'll just sort of copy and paste and send that mm. off. But when it's like a particular gig that with you know particular vibe, then I'll you will just you want to make sure the thi- I've always described uh, applying for gigs as being like on uh, w- when you're on dating sites because you're always trying mm. to sort of you're, you're picking out the things that they like and you're like oh yeah here's here's some interesting things about me that make yeah. make me think you, uh, I'm similar to you and and like oh I really like this that you're doing and I love those gigs you've got great lineups blah blah blah. I love your oh, that's hair. a good one. I've never done that before. Yeah, I've never, I've never complimented on their parcel. I should, I particularly enjoyed your February the twelfth show. Yeah, when you had that'd be a good idea. They love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna try that one next time. Yeah. Oh, sure. Speaking of, I particularly been... love the lineup that you had last week on your gig. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, my gig was lovely last week. Yeah. yeah how was that? <laughs> Is that the first one back? Yeah, first one back in seven months. Yeah. yeah. For for me and for the for the um, venue and yeah, so. so was that the first one back in that venue since you went to the theatre? No, 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 no. You no, went no, back. No. We've had it. We had a, a couple back there. Oh, okay. And yeah. For the, for the listeners, Jake runs a lovely gig in Luton at the Hat Factory, but uh, for a while the Hat Factory was being refurbished. Was it? Oh yeah, so that was complicated. Yeah, the the the, the old venue was being refurbished, so we got moved to a new venue around the corner. Um, yeah. Literally around the corner. That, that theatre. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously the problem being that if you go from a venue that holds 80 that you're filling out every week to a venue that holds 250. <laughs> yeah, there's gaps in the audience. There's <laughs> some gaps, yeah. yeah. I mean, the most we got in there was about 140. That's pretty good. Which was a lovely night, yeah. Yeah. Which now, in COVID times, would be perfect. Because you want some gaps in the audience. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not yeah, yeah. But I don't know when this is changing now. It's like in four weeks' time we get to allegedly fill out a venue or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not holding my breath yeah. just yet. I imagine this will all come back in sort of September. Well, yeah, this is a thing. Yeah, will we all lose Christmas? I mean, let's not get, let's let's stay positive, shall we? I'm sure it's going to be fine, but it probably yeah. won't. But it may maybe it will. <laughs> what pandemic? <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly used to this lifestyle now. I really have forgotten how to talk to people and to have conversations and like, yeah, and hold them. You know what I mean? Absolutely, the best thing about this podcast is uh, getting getting to remember how to talk to people like outside of whatever circles I've been in. You know, Mm. we're we're all sort of stuck in our uh, in our bubbles, and you learn how to speak to those people. Or you, if you're going to work, then you learn how to speak to people at work. But it's different. It's different talking to comedians. Uh, but this yeah, I been, find that th- th- that's the easiest bit. I've honestly found that yeah, standing up, you know, in the back room of a gig or whatever, pretty easy to get back into a flow chat into comedians. Yeah, because you don't have to be normal. No, no, no. Time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, there's no, there's no like I was at a wedding yesterday with or a wedding reception afterwards, and 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 just trying to like talk to people. I'm like, what do you say after, like, how are you? <laughs> like, where does the conversation go after yeah. this? Just, so so I, what have I you been up just... to for the last 10 years since I last saw you? Do you know what I mean? But people are like, even the how are you? I'm like, well, well, you're like, I don't know, for the last year and a half? Yeah. All right, I guess. You know, I mean, that's that a big day. question, isn't it? Like, in this moment yeah. in time, fine. But uh, that's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's the thing as well. That's how I choose it. It's a face value now. That's yeah. all it is. It's just... I'm all right. Yeah. 
given given everything I've been through. <laughs> that's the uh, that's the thing as well. You got to judge that question on on how much sort of you got vibe whether or not they actually want to know. Like, cause if you get on yeah. with them really well and they're saying how are you, they're actually asking how are you. If it's someone that you've spoken to like twice in the past ten years, then how are you is very much. Oh, I recognise you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's don't, like in don't place tell of me hello, actual, almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just want to seem slightly politer than the bare minimum. Yeah. So I'll ask how you are, and then they're basically already walking away. That's how you can judge <laughs> yeah. if they care or not. Hello, mate. <laughs> how are you? See you later. Bye. How are you? I'm all right. Thank you. Please come back. <laughs> <laughs> I've missed talking I miss to people. You. <laughs> That's the probably the mistake I'm making. I keep on going up to strangers and just telling them I miss them. Yeah. Uh, yeah strangers the concept they don't like it Mm -mm. they don't i'm all for not touching but i am all for pouring out my emotions at strangers absolutely i on the other hand um i I, I will hug anybody but i don't want to talk to them yeah Yeah. you're just hugging them they go to be like get off me you're like (laughs) (laughs) we're in this (laughs) magical moment I have the um, I have the perfect accompanying snack for tea, by the way. Go on. I'll let you have I'll let you have a guess before I reveal. That is it a biscuit? Uh no. Oh. But you are right. You are right. <laughs> yeah. Uh I got no, I don't know. It's a Kit Kat. Oh. Hot cross bun. Oh yeah. Now Yeah. For the listeners, we're we're recording this in June. So Yes. <laughs> how old's that hot cross bun? <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, as soon as you announced you were doing a tea podcast, I saved it. Um, couple of, Was that a couple of years ago? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, starting yeah, yeah. yeah, in 2019. Tesco's, Tesco's selling all year round now. Do they? Oh, fair in. Enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, that's like a dream come true for me as well. Yeah. I've been waiting my, li- my whole life for somewhere to start selling uh, uh cross buns all year. Yeah. I think that's the well, greatest What a time to be product. alive. Oh, I know. Pandemic and hot cross buns the whole year round. Yeah. This is like the last year of, of existence on earth. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm set for life. Yeah, you got your hot cross buns. <laughs> I know, yeah. Two, naturally as well. Yeah. But you are right. Biscuits are probably the best. What What's the best uh, Well, biscuit? I, I can tell what you're going to ask. And uh, that's actually one of my uh, one of my questions I ask. Because I've got a series of questions that I like to ask. Um, Very good. Some of them tea-based, some of them not so much. And, you know, since you've brought it up, let's, let's do it now, shall we? So uh, what is, what's your go-to tea if you're going to have just a sort of tea? Oh, Yorkshire. At any point. Yorkshire, yeah? Yorkshire yeah? Just, yeah. A, just a builder's. How, just, yeah. yeah. How are you having yeah. that? Um, oat milk, pretty strong, no sugar. Yeah, nice. I, uh, mm. I don't, I'm not, not a fan of an oat milk in, uh, in a tea. I like oat milk on cereal. But uh, oh, yeah. I find it doesn't yeah. work quite so well in tea. Mm-hmm. I've, I've never found anything that replicates cow's milk quite the same way. Yep. 100% accurate. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a shame. I'm told uh, yeah. hemp milk is good. Hemp milk is disgusting. Is it really? Oh, yeah. It's the worst thing I've ever tried. No, yeah. that's it. That's cruel. Um, <laughs> you can. Okay, so I don't I do not do sweetened plant milk. No. Um, I do, so hemp milk the, the 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 taste of hemp is is vile yeah. there's not a single person on the planet that likes it i'm sure 
Yeah, well, so I mean, they I, often sell it as sweetened. Sorry. I, I used to work in a theatre where a lot of the ropes that we pulled uh, scenery up with were made of hemp. And mm. often that would go in your mouth. And granted, they were old ropes, but it didn't taste good. Yeah, no, it's not. It's. I mean, it's really good for that kind of thing, obviously. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, hemp yeah. is like, um, hemp is like, uh, you know, there's bound to be, you know, I feel like hemp is like the the the, the sort of Brendan Dassey of the of the marijuana plant. In the you've lost me on that. Cons- okay, so I don't know it's like is. blamed for things that it isn't like that a relative. Right. Did. Okay. I see. You know what I mean? Like everyone's like, let's ban hemp. Yeah. And it's like, why? It's it's, it's why? <laughs> be it's like very sustainable. Be like, yeah, it'd be like, you know, banning uh, alcohol and as a result, making sure that glass bottles are illegal as well. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, your logic doesn't follow. <laughs> yeah. And it's such a useful material as well, hemp. It's like, it'd be, it'd, 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 uh, it'd uh, help in the fight against deforestation. Yeah. Uh, and all of that, Jav. Yeah. Yeah, people are, people are mad. Thing is, it's, uh, it's often the case, isn't it? Like, that you hear one thing, know that it's sort of related to another thing, and you jump to a conclusion, which is very much what people do in sort of comedy clubs when they hear like one phrase about something, even though the comedian has probably got something sort of very clever and deft planned to sort of uh, do away. You know, like if if someone says some kind of trigger word, they've probably got something planned to sort of spin it around, but hmm. someone will often immediately in that moment decide, no, I am offended. And then they'll be angry from that yeah, point yeah. on. Well, they often do that with appearances as well, don't they? You know, the um, they'll see something. Maybe it's a bald head. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's a bandana with deer <laughs> on. Um, you know, maybe whatever. And they'll go, oh, this person is this. I think... To be fair, if someone saw you looking like that and uh, made the assumption this guy smokes weed... <laughs> it's not unfair is it yeah i mean they wouldn't be they wouldn't be wrong uh, <laughs> i didn't say all assumptions are wrong but you know if if they saw that i was wearing a bandana and went oh that guy's probably in a gang then uh they'd be wrong wouldn't like they? a reindeer <laughs> so, gang yeah exactly yeah this is my happiest bandana that i have yeah a good jolly summertime it's, it's really good I'm wearing it with my happiest jumper i've got oh that's really good as well nice yeah, I like it. Yeah. It says it says I don't care if people like me. I care if bunnies like me. Nice, oh, so that's fair enough. It's true. I never really thought about it prior to this. Um, yeah, this jumper. But have you? Uh, right. I don't care. Have you still got your bunny? Yeah. Yeah. My one-eyed bunny. One eye. Yeah. What happened to the other one? I don't know. No. Uh, <laughs> she, got, <laughs> she, got, she got E. caniculi, which is like a um, a very common rabbit disease. Oh, right. And it's usually hereditary, so we imagine that her parents had it. Oh, okay. And uh, it basically means there's an abscess forms behind the eye, and then it fills up with pus, and so Ooh. they have to go in and they, yeah, they get it drained if they can, and if not, they get it removed. Jesus. And now she's got it removed. It's quite funny, actually, because that happened like relatively close to when we first got her. Oh, okay. Which felt like a bit of a shitter because <laughs> we adopted a two-eyed bunny. No, obviously, <laughs> I don't care <laughs> about her losing an eye. I just wanted her to be safe. But um, it's been been a while now, but we had to take her to the vets the other day for an unrelated uh, thing. And, um, and the vet okay, said, you know, this rabbit's got one eye. 
I could completely forgot. <laughs> completely forgot. So the vet's taken her in. She's like, oh, is there anything I need to know? I told her all this information about her. The vet's come in. Vet's come out about 10 minutes later <laughs> and said, oh, um, how did she lose an eye? And I had to fight every fiber of my being <laughs> to, to not be like, she's lost an eye. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I basically did that anyway. I was like, oh, yeah, she's lost an eye. <laughs> That's funny. It, yeah. She gets somewhere. She's obviously very skittish now and all that. Yeah. But, um, she's also a dwarf bunny. So she's oh, okay. really tiny compared to other rabbits. Yeah. A uh, Netherland dwarf is the is the is the breed. Yeah, my mum so she, um, recently got a, a, a what should have been a, a dwarf rabbit, but it's quite big, so we don't think it's a dwarf rabbit. We think it's just rabbit. It could have. Uh, it could be a mix. Like Bundles a, a mix. It could be a, a dwarf rabbit with gigantism. Oh, what would happen if you? I mean, if you bred a, a giant rabbit and a dwarf rabbit, you would just get a rabbit, right? I should think so, yeah. Like a liger sort of thing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I feel like liger is such a cool name, but Tygon is such a, a lazy name. <laughs> yeah, Do you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? That is very much an 80s superhero, Tygon, the superior. <laughs> it's exactly that, yeah. It's like Thundercats, yeah. arch enemy. That is exactly what I had in mind. <laughs> it's like lion standing next to Tygon. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, they're really cruel animals. They are, aren't they? There's, uh, yeah, they can't breathe. They're like the uh, cat equivalent of a mule, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, unpleasant existence. They're huge as well. Massive. Well, yeah, yeah. Liger, ligers are. Yeah, tigons are pretty small. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Tigers to, actually said, rabbits is what they are. That's what you'd call it if it was um, a, a giant rabbit mixed with a dwarf rabbit. Is uh, just a tiger. Mm, yeah, that's exactly how they just just like developing stripes and yeah, and a feral nature. <laughs> that's just nature. Yeah, you can't you can't disagree with that. We've all become feral during the uh, the lockdown. Oh, many of us did. Yeah, I went through a feral phase, and then I had to get a job. So uh... oh, I bet that was a fun transition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to learn to talk to people. Apparently, I had to wear trousers. Who knew? It was a, an, an awkward first day, but you learn quickly. Should I go get changed now then? or <laughs> <laughs> Only from the bottom up. Oh, yeah. No, that's, no, that's not how that works. <laughs> from the bottom down. Sure. Sorry, I haven't had any breakfast today, and I've just got two hot grass buns sat in front of me, and the temptation is... It's 20 to 4. Mm-hmm. You've not had any breakfast, or presumably, or lunch. I've only been awake for like two hours. Good grief. I know, yeah. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, Jesus. I've been awake My since uh, 10 past five. My life is wild. No, um, it's uh, 10 past five. That is, honestly, if I started work at half five, I'd get up at 25 past five. Yeah. If it, if I had to start work that early. Yeah. The earliest I've ever had to start work is eight o'clock. And and my rule is like try not to get out of bed before seven. But I'm also very um, obsessed with getting eight hours sleep. Yeah, night. yeah, yeah. I'm not so much. I should be. It's taking its yeah. time. It's really quite terrifying how sleep, like how damaging sleep deprivation is. Do you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. It's you, you can you can see 
the degradation in your mental and physical health. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Especially as yeah. you get it's older. Like the, yeah. Yeah. My sleep pattern is like, not pattern, but like the amount of sleep I get is like the only thing I've got going in my life right now. <laughs> <laughs> like diet appalling exercise routine non-existent like you know yeah. health in general terrible but i sleep very well sleep very, very well <laughs> yeah very very comfortable in my sleep <laughs> <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good good break to have now back to the questions okay yeah, yeah. Do, do you dunk a biscuit in a tea not always no but you don't always but would you you would, you would. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not beyond the idea for sure. I mean, if you got rich tea or a digestive, yes, jammy dodger. Obviously not. I'm not a mental person. Uh, party rings. That's weird. Uh, yeah, don't, they're thing. not. They're Lotus not Biscoff. Oh. Yeah, solid. Yeah. Always, always. Choco Leibniz. If you've eaten the chocolate off first. Yeah. That's good. Um, and Isn't that basically just a, a malted milk? Malted milk, also good. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's just a cheaper option as well. I should just do that. Yeah. You're right. Bourbons and custard creams, very dubious about the fact. Basically, my 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 logic for did, whether a biscuit is dunkable or not is how detrimental would it be to the taste of the tea if the worst should happen? Yeah. See what I mean? Yeah. So like hobnobs, uh, uh, rich teas. I don't think they affect the taste of a tea that much if they fall in. A hobnob makes it quite oaty. Uh, oat, oat milk already, so. Yeah, that's a fair point. That is a fair point. <laughs> just adds just adds a texture. Yeah. That's all it is. So if you had to choose one? Probably a rich tea. Yeah. That's a good choice. I, think... I like a rich tea. Yeah. All-round solid biscuit. Not my favourite biscuit, but just specifically for dunking into a tea. I would say a rich tea. You've got the nice holes for aeration. Yeah. Tends not to break. It's got a good good sturdiness to it. They as are far good. As Unless go. you do it for slightly too long. And then it just it comes off in one solid lump. That's a good thing about a rich tea. But it, it will mm. come off. Yeah. yeah. What you don't want is erosion to start occurring. Like the cliffs of Dover. Very, very small bits. Slowly, yeah. sort of going into your into your thing. What you want, like you say, is more like a, 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 a you know the 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 uh, iceberg breaking, like almost. a full iceberg, like, yeah, an iceberg of digestive. Chunk. Sure, yeah, and then, hmm. yeah. yeah. A what's, what's the what's the worst biscuit for dunking? Worst biscuit would be. Oh, that's a good question. That's never come up. Uh, worst biscuit would be what is uh oh well, jaffa cake yeah not biscuit though it's cake isn't it <laughs> i don't actually know where they left that i think it is a cake right yeah i believe it's a cake well, it's something yeah. to do with tax i can't yeah. remember exactly oh wait no it's also it's to do with tax and it's to do with biscuits go soft when they go stale cakes go hard when they go stale. yeah 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 and jaffa cakes go hard yeah yeah what would be Ooh, the we solved worst? that age old debate very quickly? Didn't yeah, we? yeah, I can't believe it. <laughs> can't believe it went on for that long. Sorted well, yeah, that very idiots. quickly. Yeah. Let's do others. The egg came first. Um... <laughs> yes, in theory. Well, yeah. I mean, it depends on the question, really, doesn't it? Are you asking what came first, the chicken or just an egg? Yeah. Or are you asking what came first, the chicken or the egg of a chicken? 
Because in that case, it would be the egg of a chicken. The egg very much came first. Yeah, that's a good point. Very yeah. solid point indeed. Because indeed, otherwise, yeah. how else was it born? Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Two creatures. I want to see the two creatures that bred together to make a chicken. The thing is, but did they? This is what I don't understand. Because obviously, like you got the, the the whole chicken and the egg debate. One of them came first, but surely they it evolved from something else. It evolved from uh, you know like a, an equivalent dinosaur or whatever. So like, where was yeah. the point where it? where it turned from dinosaur to chicken. Like, when did we make that distinction? Or are chickens just little dinosaurs? Here's what I think. I think we're incredibly wrong on dinosaurs. I think my wife's getting involved in that. Did you say something? Yeah, dinosaurs are fun birds. Yes, well, yeah, yeah. dinosaurs. Are, yeah, because they got feathers. Uh, dinosaurs. Yeah. So was the... A lot of them had feathers. Or, or very, the equivalent to sort of like um, the under, under feathers that birds have. So like the soft. Yeah. As opposed to like the feathers that we we imagine um, as quills and stuff like that, but yeah. I think uh, you know how I'm not a religious person, and you know how religious people, if you're sort of having a debate with them, they'll often say God works in mysterious ways. Yeah, you know, which is fine, whatever. Sort of, but yeah, and which then is I, a really I fancy way of like, saying I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, but then again, like, isn't that the exact thing that we're having now? I don't know. Evolution works in mysterious ways. <laughs> it does, well, yeah, that's fair. But yeah, there's got to be there's got to be a line, surely. Like, so does that mean that one day a dinosaur laid an egg that was that was the birth <laughs> of a chicken? Like, was there that? Was it a? Is there a line? Uh, I don't think. Well, a... lizards lay eggs, right? Yeah, but I don't. Um, reptiles, sorry, and yeah, amphibians. Yeah. That's a fair point. Yeah, so they would, they, they, so they would have gone off in sort of two separate directions, I guess. Yeah, I wonder if it's similar to like how uh, Homus. Well, I don't. Is that Neanderthal man existed at the same time as sort of Homo erectus started to exist as well? Yeah, there's a crossover. Um, and like one died off because it hadn't received the evolutionary benefits that the other one did. Yeah. So, do you think there's a crossover between chickens and dinosaurs? I think that's what we're getting. I think to. that's what we've landed on. Were they giant chickens as well? Because everything was massive back well, then. Well, you say that there were a lot of tiny little dinosaurs. Yeah, but is that tiny? How tiny? Like hummingbird tiny, or tiny by comparison to other dinosaurs? Mm, I don't know about hummingbird tiny. There were certainly uh, there were certainly like chicken-sized dinosaurs because those little ones that, that sort of ran around in packs, the little tiny ones. They they mm. were like they they were uh, famously chicken size. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it worries. Well, there are certain things like an ostrich, for example, is one of the closest uh, relations to dinosaurs. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean relations? They are dinosaurs. Look at them. They're, yeah. <laughs> everything about them is a dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, um, what's that other one? The the, the shoe bill. Have you ever seen a shoe bill? Yeah, yeah. They're terrifying. Yeah. They're full-on dinosaurs. I think, what if, you know, thing is, if, if you ever watch even, like, uh, a, a, a crowd of, like, seagulls, although seagulls aren't a real thing, you know, black-headed gulls, whatever, if you, if you watch <laughs> uh, if you watch a, a group of seabirds uh, sort of standing around and pecking at food, you try and tell me that that is not what uh, dinosaurs would look like. If you, if you put feathers on the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park, tell me you're not watching the same film. 
hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. What if what if all dinosaurs had feathers and we just yeah all sort of obviously slowly eroded and stuff because it wouldn't would it show up in the fossils? I don't know. I'm not an intelligent person enough. Don't to, know. Uh, I, I've to not know done the research it's... pertinent. I may do it. I may do it at some point. I'll do the reading. But uh, <laughs> hey, if anyone yeah, well, if anyone knows, then uh, get get in touch and let me know. Yeah, yeah, make us make it so so we don't have to do the, <laughs> do the research. Yeah. Just yeah. tell us and we'll believe you. I, uh, I you could do anything. the reading, but I'd really prefer if you did it for me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the that's the ideal one. It's yeah. the equivalent of like an audio book. Yeah, without even having to listen to it. Yeah, that's a dream. Yeah, just give me the gist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, my girlfriend was telling me the other day that so we were having a discussion about Megalodon. Yeah. Um. And uh, were you watching the you film know, the... the Meg? No. <laughs> Have you ever I've seen never it? Never seen the film. No. It is <laughs> no brilliant. It's atrocious. It's amazing. It's so funny. Is it? Yeah, it had like a really quite all star cast. Yeah. How much of a Z list like, film it was, right? Uh, Jason Statham, Ruby Rose. Uh, who else? More. There were loads. Yeah. There was. There was, there was a lot of really incredible actors in it. Yeah. Was it very self-aware as far as trash films go? I don't, I don't think it took itself too seriously. Okay. But the, it, yeah. there, there weren't any sort of meta jokes or anything, but it was like, yeah, I think it was aware of it was aware of what it was, I would say. <laughs> Good. Yeah. <laughs> it's aware of being very silly. Yeah. But we were talking about the fact that the Megalodon used to eat blue whales, allegedly. Did it? And uh, blue whales, as a result, used to be a lot smaller. Really? Right. And a lot more agile so that they could escape having a predator. Yeah. But now, obviously, they don't have a predator anymore. So they evolved to be a lot bigger. Is that so? Well, apparently. But I'm like, what would be the uh, evolutionary benefit of, of, of like, gradually not having a predator and then becoming bigger? Like, I don't really understand that. Yeah. As an evolutionary thing, but maybe you it's know. just like uh, like well, for instance, seagulls never stop growing, and uh, the the areas where you see them bigger than everywhere else uh, is just because they live for longer. Like so, maybe that's mental. maybe it's that. Maybe blue whales so just they're... used to be smaller because they used to get eaten. So why has no one done an experiment where they uh, keep a seagull just try and? Uh, now, I mean, obviously, I say that as well. I've got to point out that I don't know for certain if that's true. That is just what I've been told. I do that a lot. I've got to retract a lot of my statements because uh, <laughs> yeah. I've not, I've not yeah, done the I reading. Do I've just been told by someone. Yeah, I'm a stickler for fact checking unless I learned it prior to like 2010. Yeah, in which case I just believe it. I'm yeah, like, nah. yeah, yeah. I've known that for like 11 years, <laughs> which means a lot of the stuff that I learned on The Simpsons mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I take as yeah. fact. Whereas a lot of it, not true. <laughs> no, 99% of the things I learn on TV shows, I'm like, well, they wouldn't lie. <laughs> yeah. Why would they lie? Yeah, it'd be a weird thing to lie about. You yeah, know? that's funny. What was I saying about the... Uh, I had a point about blue whales. It doesn't matter. Megalodons. But evolution is weird, man. And there's some weird creatures out there that make me think that we've got it all wrong. Like the platypus that sweats milk and lays eggs, but it's a mammal. Yeah. Or the hummingbird, right, can fly backwards and is the size of an insect and moves like an insect. There's no other bird like that in the world. No. 
So why? How? Yeah, <laughs> was yeah, there yeah. more? <laughs> yeah, what was the... What was the, Yeah, because I'd, I'd love to be able to trace back those, like, they are... Because uh, you, have you been watching Loki? No. Uh, no, no, no. So there's like uh, there's like timeline anomalies that they demonstrate by showing the timeline. It's like a straight line, and then like where things go weird and divert off, they show like little sort of branches coming off. And I'm sure mm. you can just get like weird sort of uh, like natural phenomenon, like hummingbirds, and just follow that back to go like, oh yeah, that's where it went wrong, and then it just went sort of. Yeah, yeah, they're just weird things That's that probably shouldn't point. exist. Like bees are too big to be able to fly, but they do. They're like for the frailty yeah. of their wings. When I heard that, I was like, "Well, surely your maths and science calculations are out there rather than yeah. <laughs> rather than the bee." That seems very human ego yeah, type yeah. thing to be like, "Well, the bee shouldn't be able to fly because yeah. of the maths that we've done." It's like, "Well, your maths is wrong you then," because a of very you. clever person saying. <laughs> You're wrong. You shouldn't exist, but I do. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it's a good point, actually. Yeah, I don't. I've not thought about that. Oh shit! Yeah, you've got me there. <laughs> I do exist. Yeah. Ah, existence <laughs> proves itself. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. I really didn't expect you to come back with that such a damning retort. It's <laughs> a really salient point for a bee. It's, yeah, exactly. Fifteen love to the bee. <laughs> I don't really. Yeah, and there's loads of creatures like that where you're like. Why? How do you exist? How? Yeah. Now, did we get onto this conversation from biscuits? Is this the hummingbird of the uh, of the biscuit conversation? Biscuits, cakes, Jaffa cakes, and then stale, and then uh, I don't know how we got from Jaffa cakes to chickens, <laughs> but that <laughs> I believe that was the there was a link. Yeah, you're right. There was. Yeah. So we're talking about what came first with something. I'm going to edit this back and I'll listen to it back and go, oh, yeah, that's where that came from. Yeah. Or yeah. Uh, or all Shop of a sudden go, Shop. there was no connecting part of that conversation. That just jumped. <laughs> we jumped the shark. Yeah. Oh, so, <laughs> and it's all come full circle. <laughs> yeah. Megalodon, yeah. sharks, happy days. Yeah, we're good. We jumped the megalodon. Yeah. I hid, the, I hid most of my clock so the editing uh, isn't... <laughs> So I'm not. I'm not doing it by video. It's fine. Oh yeah, good plan. Yeah, right. I've got two more questions to ask, and then I'm gonna to have to go. So, what is the worst way you've ever been introduced to stage? Because, uh, like, I've I've had sort of a number. Uh, like, th- this question is often best asked of people with weird names. Like, I was once introduced to stage as C. Diabes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is it's pretty special. Because Sai is yes in Spanish. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Like. The, the logic. You can see where they went with it, but it's very wrong. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Natis as well. See the hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> what, is, what is the worst way you've ever been introduced to stage? Like <clears throat> something that's sort of uh, um, thrown you off or whatever? I mean, there's there's it's always fun when they get your name wrong um so i've had like jack jack pickford and jake lambert who's another comedian yeah <laughs> things like that oh i should get um, him on here actually he's great yeah he's good yeah top level top level jake um we've got uh the, the one of my favorites that always sticks with me is when i first started out i did a lot of like one-liners okay uh and then i stopped doing one-liners <laughs> 
But I got introduced on stage once <laughs> to, to close a gig as like, if you like one-liners, you'll love this guy. He's got some of my favorite one-liners on the circuit. Please welcome to the stage, Jake Pickford. And then I, I came out and didn't do a single one-liner <laughs> for, for the 15 minutes I was on stage. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but uh, it's just a weird thing where I'm like, do I address this? Like, do I, or do I just yeah. do it? Or do you know? Because it's weird if you go on stage, you're introduced like that, and you're like, "Oh, I won't be doing any of those yeah, things." Yeah, yeah. I presumably got booked for the gig to do. <laughs> you know, I'd sent a video. I'd sent a video and everything like that. The video had no one-liners in it or anything like oh, that. Oh, really? I feel I'm very much not to blame for That's it. That's funny. Yeah, I've been introduced before where people have said like, "Oh, he does loads of stuff about the English language," and I'm like, "Not today." <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's really annoying as well. Yeah. You're like, I don't I've been introduced before. It's like, oh, some guy was like, oh, this guy's got really dark material. Like, it's the reason he won't ever, won't be on TV, but you'll be lucky to see him today or something like that. And I'm like, what are you on about? Who do you think I am? It just so happened that the last gig that that person had seen me at, I did some like slightly darker material. Oh, how odd. I know, but I wouldn't describe myself as dark at all. No. much of it is nonsensical and it's great very nonsensical yeah. yeah it's it's real beautiful flights of fancy maybe i should combine the two maybe i should try and sort of get like edgar Allan poe style comedy <laughs> i like it actually it sounds quite good yeah that's maybe the route i should take yeah i, don't know. I can re uh, imagine myself now that we've had all this time off yeah yeah, yeah. you come back you say oh, by the way i've changed <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think Bandana people buy that. Now means something completely different. <laughs> yeah. Right. I've got one more question, and then uh, and then I really do need to go to the toilet. This, is, by the way, that is how I, I would say probably a hundred percent of the podcasts end now. They didn't used to, but <laughs> just end like certainly go toilet. Time's certainly up. <laughs> like the last twelve, I reckon. I've, I've gone. Uh, I, I, I need to go to the toilet. Um, yeah, I need to go to the toilet. Who knows how long I'll be? Sorry, yeah. <laughs> you need to go to the toilet. I'll stop talking now. <laughs> this is uh, this is one of my favourite questions that I've come up with, and it came from a conversation I had last week. And that question is: If you were going to get a tattoo of a barcode of any product, what would it be? Well, that is a good question. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? I really like That's it. That's a great question. Oh man, that's such a tricky question. Because like, do you go for like a food item yeah. that you feel describes you, or do you go for? And you've not even uh, specified the shop, so I could just be yeah. like any shop, a bit any of sterling product. board from B and Q. You could do that if you uh, wanted to, yeah. You know, if I wanted to be, like, I'm a hoe from uh, the garden center. Yeah. No, uh, oh, that's quite funny. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Because people dig with me. What do you do with a hoe? I don't even know. Uh, you um, you dig ruts for planting seeds. Yeah. So like a shovel. Sort of. But, but like hmm. on a smaller scale. Oh, man. Uh, see, I wouldn't be an item of clothing or anything like that. I'd probably would be, you, would, would you a, be a, a slinky. A bandana. A slinky's great. Yeah. I feel like I'd be a slinky. Like, I think people get a lot of joy out of me. For a very brief period of time. And only and in a specific a type of building. <laughs> Just shove me in a cupboard again. Also, yeah, I have a second uh, use that people don't realise about, which is I can test the uh, how even their stairs are. Yeah. 
without them even realising. <laughs> yeah, this uh, this really it's represents only... me as a person. I work best in home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I work best in the home. I shouldn't really be taken outside with you, otherwise people <laughs> might judge you. Yeah, and think all sorts of weird things about you. And uh, if you really wanted to, and you couldn't find any other use, they could use you as a pen pot. Yeah, exactly. And I was pretty big in the 80s. (laughs) (laughs) I was a really big deal in the 80s when I was born. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Excellent. Excellent answer. A slinky. Uh, Now, where Mm. can people find you online? Um, They can find me on uh, on twitch.tv forward slash Jake wants to play quite often. They can find me on Twitter at Jake Pickford. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Mr. Jake Pickford. They can find me on Instagram at Jake Pickford. They can go on my website, jakepickford.com. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, what's your name, by the way? <laughs> uh, I forget. I think it was written down here somewhere, right? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah, Jake Pickford. Nice. That's the one. Just search that. Just and... search Jake Pickford. Was... Are there any others? You, you'll find either articles about me or articles about a young lad with the same name who died. Oh, that's very sad. I don't know. It is sad, yeah. yeah. It sort of ruins my um, SEO, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I won't yeah. hold it against him. <laughs> but that won't last forever, will it? That all, Unless he died in sort of really spectacular circumstances. It was pretty sad, yeah, I'll be honest. Oh, God. The only chance I have of, of, of being top now is if I die in spectacular circumstances. <laughs> Don't ever get in a car share with me. Uh, no, no, duly noted. Uh, have you got anything you want to plug other than your Twitch, I guess? Uh, if you're in Luton on the 16th of July and you want to come see a comedy show that I'm hosting, yeah. tickets are available on lutonculture.com. Uh, if you're in Stanton on the 30th of July, feel free to come to the Princess Theatre for a gig I'm hosting. Uh, headliner is Robert White, the, uh, the oh, uh, runner-up from Britain's Got Talent. Yeah, he's amazing. He is. Yeah, he's a very funny man. Nice. Very funny. I'm jealous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just got one of those talents that uh, you've got no chance of sort of replicating. But then that's the thing: you shouldn't be trying to replicate other people's talents. You you should be being true to yourself. But and that is the moral of the chicken. <laughs> and that is why. <laughs> Sharks are so maybe the, who they are. No, I think the chicken never evolved. I think the chicken has been in a constant state of being the chicken. And yeah. it's just comfortable with itself. And we're the ones asking the questions, expecting it to, to not have just always existed. Yeah. Who's to say that the very first chicken wasn't the creator of the entire world? In which case, the chicken came first. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I don't think we're in any position to say that's not true. <laughs> no. No, no, I, uh, that, that sounds extremely feasible. It honestly sounds as as feasible and plausible as every other um, explanation for the beginning of the universe that I've ever heard. Yeah, I would and say. that would also explain why everything tastes like chicken. Exactly. I everything. fucking nailed it. Literally, this hot cross bun, it's chicken. Chicken is God. It's... Chicken. <laughs> chicken is Yahweh. Exactly. <laughs> Chicken is Krishna, chicken is Buddha, chicken is God. Yeah, amazing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to... That's why there's so many chicken shops everywhere. Oh my God, we've just started a cult. <laughs> we've done, I think we we've have. become the monster we've been afraid of this entire time. <laughs> this is how easy it is to yeah. stumble into them. 
And wait, the, here is the cult of the chicken. This is exactly how Scientology started, you know. Yeah, I bet you're right. It's actually. a Zoom call from a stupid podcast. Or <laughs> <laughs> on Hubbard just just got off it and was like, Do you know what? Yeah, some really good ideas in that podcast. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's writing Dianetics. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Or whatever it's called. Right. I've got to go to the toilet. So uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go. But thanks so much for coming on, man. It's been a really good laugh. I've really yeah. enjoyed this, and uh, hopefully we'll gig together soon. And you, you'll you'll book me for your night. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you very much for the invite. It was fun as well. It's like like I say, it's the, one of the first conversations I've had with a, a group of people outside of about seven people. Yeah. For the last god knows how long. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's good to talk. Enjoy your toilet time. I will. And uh, enjoy your hot cross buns. I will. <laughs> Cheers, man. See yeah. you later. Bye-bye. Bye. So that was Jake Pickford. Very, very fun indeed. Really, really love that episode. Yeah, it just filled me with a lot of joy, both recording that and editing it back. So, yeah, it's just just lovely. Don't forget to go and check Jake out. He's on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Jake wants to play. On Instagram at Jake Pitford, Twitter at Jake Pitford, Facebook at Mr. Jake Pitford. He's got jakepitford.com. He's got all of the channels. I'm sure there's more as well. So just just Google Jake Pitford, you'll find him. And for me, go and obviously like all the podcast stuff and uh, share that around and tell your friends and write lovely reviews. And I always appreciate that. And a few of you have been getting in touch and just sort of saying that you've been enjoying the podcast. And I really love that. That's uh, It's lovely to hear from you. So thank you very much for listening. And especially thank you for telling me how much you've been enjoying it, because that makes it all worthwhile. If you can, go and donate to ko-fi.com forward slash sideeves, because that all goes towards the podcast and running costs and that sort of thing. Don't feel pressured if you don't have the money. But if you do, if you've got, if you've got to find yourself a little bit too much money, you think, oh, don't know what to do with this, give it to me. And I will just give you one more reminder. 1st of August at Favish and Fringe for Cyclops, the very first rendition and then there's what will probably be the second on the 19th of august for big deal comedy in cambridge and then yeah sometime in september locally there's definitely going to be a lot more nearby so yeah just keep your keep your eyes out and you'll get to see those soon thanks so much for listening guys i'll see you in a couple of weeks with the next episode i love you drink tea be good goodbye <laughs>